hate that little jingle i like it <laughs> well we're back here we are episode 91 yeah of hello dysfunction <sighs> today has been a lot we're gonna um everybody we're gonna start with a prayer <laughs> <laughs> today has been bullshit we're getting um started a little later than usual today mm-hmm. um i woke up to a text notifying me about the ridiculousness of cocaine prices right now. (laughs) It was the biggest fucking letdown of the year, possibly. (laughs) I was so, yeah, there's a drought. I mean, whatever. That's not really appropriate for the show, I guess, but. It totally is. uh, Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's, that was the first letdown. Then I go on social media and I find out about Kamala Harris. I know. I knew that's who was running me. Was so be. I didn't even know she was a possibility. It was between her um, and... I uh, wish I would have because then I wouldn't have been hit so hard with the news today. <laughs> but um, I was just like, get me out of here. Like, yeah. of all people, I hate this bitch so fucking much. And then to see people on social media saying shit like protect. We have to protect Kamala Harris. Oh. It started like a few, I won't even call them arguments, but like me Debates. having to set a few people straight because like. She d- has a shit history. We've addressed it. Yeah. And I thought everybody knew by now. Like there's literally no good points. There's no positives to share about her. She's very hypocritical. Yeah. Uh, about sex work. She did some um, fucked up shit towards trans inmates. Right. Um. She's all about the incarceration. She wants to keep jails full. She's period. a she's a proponent of three strikes. She's um against fucking uh DNA testing to exonerate exonerate nonviolent fuck. I mean, you know, different criminals. She wants to keep nonviolent offenders in jail. Like, there's the list just so long. Like, where yeah. do you start? Yeah, she's done a lot of petty shit. She's for too. the death penalty. She's for incarceration of fucking mothers of kids that cut school. Like, I mean, yeah, you the, can't the like, truancy thing. Is yeah, All not of only it's wild. are the mothers fine, you know, and t- she targets minorities. Yeah, these aren't. It's not equal across the board. Then right. it's like maybe you might have the the argument that she's just upholding the law, right? But mm. she's targeting specifically black and brown people. Yeah, and terrorizing them. And has been for years. Like, that's, that's what her whole career is based on. That's why the people who love her love her. Because she's a fucking super cop. Yeah, and I was I was telling you earlier, it would be for her benefit. And I think it would make it a little better if, you know, transparency and honesty go a long way. So if she, Absolutely. If she was to um, admit she has a shitty, harmful past, um, mm-hmm. say that, you know, she's grown and learning from it and doing better and apologize um i think she might be a little better received but the fact that she isn't is i take that very clearly as she still has those same views you know what i'm saying she still has those same policies in mind like 
we know who loves her and who's always loved her and why. You know what I mean? Right. And um, that's who she looks out for. And no way is us um, saying any of this, saying go vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. We're not, we're yeah. not at all. A few all. people were, were confused, I think. We obviously have to vote for Biden and her. Because- but I'm not going to do it quietly. No. And I'm not going to be happy and celebrate for this bitch. No, and as much as I would like to vote for a third-party candidate because there are a few that I think would do great. Oh, yeah, but at, at this point, any vote for a third-party candidate this yes. late in the game is a vote for Trump. And and that's what people have to realize. I know it sucks to have to bite the fucking bullet and vote Biden-Harris. However, if you don't... It goes to Trump. Yes. Yeah, it counts as a vote for Trump if you yes. don't. So I was already disappointed and very bitter about (laughs) voting for biden and you know he's a fucking pedophile racist and he's like doing all this foolery on fucking interviews and shit trying to get the black vote telling people they're not black if they don't vote for him so this him selecting her fits right into his program you know what i'm saying and if you can't see that you need to do I will more research. Say it's very smart of him to pick a black female vice president. Right. Because people that aren't uh, educated on her policies and yes. don't know her history might look at that as a win. Don't let that. And that's what he's betting on. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's 100 percent why he chose her. You're for white people. You're for cops. And you, you're black. You have the appearance of what looks like it'll be better for minorities, but it's really not. Right. It's it's fucking depressing. And, I, you know, as someone who does have contact with police on a somewhat regular basis, mm-hmm. it's terrifying for someone like me, um, someone that actually does sex work. Yeah. She's 100 percent against it. She's not for decriminalizing and the shit that we want. You know what I mean? Um, She's one of the people that played a key part in the SESTA-FOSTA shit and made it impossible for a lot of us to work. Right. Um, This this is something that worries me. And And the whole plan all this time, you know, we've all been screaming, abolish police. What do you think is going to happen now? You think that she doesn't get in his ear about something? Like, some people were even saying, like, well, she's just vice president, so, you know... She doesn't really have a say, but it's like, I feel there's enough people that put a battery in her fucking back her whole career. She is going to have some say and influence. And if something happens to his old ass, she becomes president. He's definitely a one term president. Yeah, he's fucking pretty old. Yeah. So it's like um, it is a very real concern and people acting like. You know, it shouldn't be or someone had the nerve to even say earlier, like, oh, imagine being mad at something that like doesn't even matter, like like the fucking vice president that someone chose. And I said, it, imagine being imagine not being mad because you have the luxury of not being affected by the outcome. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm someone that could be directly affected by right. her being in any part of office. Yeah. That shit is scary to me. Yeah. She's not for people like me. You know what I mean? And in my community, she's for cop loving white people. Yeah. And, you know, people were were saying, you know, she just did her job. She was just doing her job. No, there's plenty of prosecutors and DAs and whatever that have not held the police above the law in the way that she has. 
She was against body cams. Cops yeah. wearing body cams. She was against investigating police officers that have murdered civilians. Yeah. Like there's so much. There's no positives. There's literally none. And if you if you look at uh, what people are saying now that are actually heavily involved in politics, they're saying she's come a long way since then. That's that's their excuse. And we're wow. supposed to feel better. You know, to me, that's acknowledging how shitty she is. But them saying, you know, she's really grown and come a long way since she was a prosecutor. Uh, and you, I'm sorry, that doesn't put me at ease. Uh, it, I, I'm not going to say I would feel better, but it would it would look a lot better for her if she came and spoke out about yeah. some of the harmful things she did. But she's not. Yeah. She literally was like one of the main. Biden too. Biden too. And not only that, she was just in debates and shit not too long ago calling him a racist and saying that he, he, him and his racism made her childhood difficult. Literally, there's video footage going around of it. And now you're all excited and kissing and hugging and celebrating with him. Like to me, that's like the biggest slap in the face ever. Like they all come out of the same sewer. Yeah, they do. All they of do. Them. And both um, sides. Of course, like I said, we are voting for them. I you know. know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't have a choice at this point. I'm not saying don't vote for them, but I'm not gonna do it fucking quietly. I'm not gonna downplay her terrorism. Yeah. Um, I'm not yeah, sorry. I'm gonna complain about it every step of the way because she's fucking scum. And, and I <sighs> We're just in a in a position where we don't have a choice. Yeah, we don't. And it fucking sucks. It does. Oh, God. It's very disappointing, and it scares me because the police have already been acting a goddamn fool, and I'm like, what are they going to put in place now? You know what I mean? She's someone that didn't even want um, cops investigated for murders. I know. I was reading a list of, excuse me, shit that, um, you know, she had done. It's long. It's long as fuck. And, you know, a lot of it I knew about, but some of it I didn't. I was just like, God. It's shocking. It's shocking. The shit she's done that's harmful towards the trans community. Just. Yeah, that was ugly. Every marginalized group of people, I feel like, has been attacked in some way by her. This isn't a celebration. (laughs) Anti-sex work. then Then it comes out that you basically were a sugar baby. Yeah. We've already talked about um, on a previous episode how she was sucking Willie Brown's old married dick to For get years. her fucking Foot in the career. Door. Yeah, to get her. That's that's what got her where she is today. But you're so anti-sex work. Yet you did a form of sex work. Right. Like, I bitch, was, you got your fucking nerve. I'm cheering you on for doing that. But right. then you grow up and you knock everybody else who's doing yeah. a form of sex work. Like how. They're all scum. They shitty are. Shitty of you. They are. And our fucking, I feel like we don't have a real choice. Not that we ever probably really did. But it's just, it's so blatant now. And it's so, uh, I feel claustrophobic. You know, I feel like if Donald Trump loses, I don't think he's leaving office easily. I don't think he's going to fucking He's going to do some dumb shit before, yeah. I I feel like he's going to find a reason to keep his fucking stupid ass in there. Well, he's a spoiled-ass child, so I feel like he's going to cause destruction on his way out. He's, he's going to hit gonna, the nuke button. He'll he sign out. some executive orders that are very harmful to people mm. before he leaves. God damn, I hate him. Yeah, it's politics are gross anyway, but it's like just 
educate yourself you know what I'm saying especially before you do some shit like trying to spread a message like protect her it really learn to identify the real enemy you know what I mean like you can um vote for somebody or you know before I'm not gonna say for somebody but you can vote for somebody and still criticize and, and want better and call out bullshit oh yeah you know yeah no matter what I'm not um, erasing anybody's fucking problematic past because I have to fucking vote for them. Shit, we've came on this show. We've acknowledged our own. And then, you know, you just, you do, you learn, you do better. And like I said, I just, it would be a lot better if they fucking acknowledged their shit and apologized. But Yeah. I don't see her doing that, though. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so today started off stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having contractions all day. I'm having them every fucking day. Um, I have been for a couple months, but... We've been doing Lamaze breathing together. (laughs) The further along I am, the more frequent they're becoming. Oh, they suck. And the stronger they're becoming. So, like, earlier I had ran my bath water, and I had to, like, sit on the toilet and just chill for hella long because I I was having them. And I had to just wait. And then by the time I got in my bath, it was, like, cold. (laughs) I was so (laughs) irritated. Like, fuck. Waste of water. Yeah. But, you know, um, I I did get some good news yesterday. Uh, I went to the doctor and... You know, my last delivery was super fast. Like, I talked about um, how I had her in the waiting room. And I had my fucking regular clothes on and my piercings in and shit. Like, all I wasn't even on the maternity floor where I delivered. So, um, that was a concern of mine because I was like, you know, the closer we get to my due date, if I am having a C-section, how, you know, are we? how close to the due date are we going to schedule it? Because I don't want to have to panic on my way to the hot right. you know if I go into labor before my appointment so um I had intentions on asking could we schedule it you know a week prior and I found out it's actually three weeks early hey. that I get to schedule it so I was like oh that's even better so um do you want to take her now you can <laughs> right her car seat ain't here yet but you could totally take her out <laughs> now um that was good news though it is I was telling Crystal. A relief. Um, I pee on myself all the time now. <laughs> like, accidentally. <laughs> and earlier, um, before I took a bath, I had, like, you know, I didn't know if it was pee. I was, like, coughing or something. I didn't know if it was. I have to check for leakage now. And I, I was, like, wet. But I didn't know where it came <laughs> from. I didn't know if it was pee or if it was fluid. And I was, like, I need to be paying attention to that but all the panties that I own are black so I'm like I can't even tell what color it is and I'm supposed to be so maybe I should buy a few pairs of like white underwear so that way yeah because if it's like pinkish fluid yeah then it's you know I gotta go to the hospital yeah that's something you need to do yeah yeah I was thinking about that um because I can't tell you know it doesn't have a smell or anything i don't know whatever i'm so over this shit i'm over a lot i'm over getting the kids ready for their online school too yeah that's that's starting on monday and um i'm not happy about it because i'm not equipped to be a teacher you know what i'm saying so and then they're starting new schools and um new teachers that we've never met before i don't want to send them to school right now though but i also don't want to do this either i know i know I'm definitely not sending her to school, Mm-mm. but um, I just wish that 
like I mentioned, I wish that they could, maybe the teacher could meet with one student per day. Because, yeah. you know, classes have about 30 kids. That would cover the whole month. But then I guess that would put teachers at risk, yeah. you know. So there is no solution, no easy solution no, to this. But not for anybody. Just the thought of starting a new school with a new teacher on the first day of school on a computer is like, I know. you know, how does that work? I don't know. Hopefully it, it goes smoother. And I feel hella bad. You know, Stevie's thinking. hella into fucking sports. She <clears throat> plays soccer and... And then she, um, for her, her elective, she takes team sports and then, you know, on top of regular PE and, you know, can't yeah, really do, can't that. do that. Yeah, there's none of that. Um, it sucks. I feel bad for the kids. Naya starting high school on a computer. I know. Bunny starting junior high on a computer. You know, it's like. I know. I don't know. I just try not to think about it too much because it makes me antsy. Like, when is it going to get better? We yeah. just read about how New Zealand has gone 100 days. With... Vietnam, too. Oh, really? Yep. 100 days is a long time with no new cases and no transmission. And Vietnam has and an even more dense population than New Zealand per, you know, mm-hmm. square footage. So, you know, to go 99, 100 days with no new cases is huge. Yeah. Whatever all these other countries are, like Italy, and they figured it out. Like, we haven't. And we whatever they're doing, we need to mimic that so that we can fucking take care of this. Enough is enough. But then you have businesses that are making more money now than they did when the economy was really open and thriving. So what's the urgency? (laughs) You know, because they're making billions. So it's like, that's a scary thought, too, because now I'm like, you know, in the beginning, the concern was the economy, the economy, like we're, they're going to lose so much money. And now I feel like the bigger businesses are OK. The small ones, no one cares about. They're like, oh, if you go under whatever. It's but the big ones, they're fine. So maybe there isn't as much urgency to get us under control as there was in the beginning. No, because we have a we have a fucking president <laughs> who is not a leader. He's no, simply he's a, a president. Child. And he cares more about the economy than he does human life. Yeah. So that's his whole thing. He's a businessman. Ooh, I have business. <laughs> I'm fucking cool. God. Yeah, I don't, I don't <clears throat> know. I just hope we get it under control soon because, um, you know, of course, this year is over with. But like what the school year has already been planned to be closed until uh, probably at fall least. of 2021. I'm sure that so um, a few weeks ago when they announced we're doing online, you know, for the school year, um, they said till at least January. But at the rate we're going, it's going to be the entire school year. Yeah. And hopefully I'm just worried about fall 2021. You know what I mean? The the following year. This year, I'm already planning for it to not be open. Um, So, you know, I told you... um, my brother's wife had been Alyssa had yeah. been had been exposed at work, and um, she works for Best Buy. And my brother was telling because I, they went through and notified everybody that this coworker had had contact with, and I'm like, why the fuck did they know? Best Buy is a really cool COVID setup, so all of their cameras inside go. They have a team specific a COVID team specifically for monitoring cameras that. What do they have? Heat sensors? No. So listen, if someone tests positive, yeah, 
the oh, the video goes directly to corporate. Mm-hmm. The COVID team searches exactly where that employee has been and tracks it all tracks, of their interactions. Goes all the way, yep, goes all the way That's back good. a certain amount of time. Tracks all the interactions. Everybody's notified. Oh, good. If um if there's more than um five cases, mm-hmm. the store is shut down. You know, deep yeah. sanitized and shit. But they have a really good um. That's good that they are monitoring that closely. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, Another friend of mine, so a friend's brother and his wife tested positive. Remember I was telling you a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. They're okay now. Another friend of mine who I think she lives in Pittsburgh, she tested positive. Yeah. She didn't have the um, respiratory issues though. Mm -hmm. But she was like, this shit sucks. I'm sure that's going to be more common with people. Um, yeah, a lot of slowly people. Slowly opening things up and being around people more. It's really disappointing. I see a lot of people that I know just taking hella trips. Oh, God. Within the United that shit States. pisses me off. We're not really allowed anywhere, but... Um, Would you want an American over just, there? <laughs> just hella trips being taken to, like, party. Like, not necessary shit. I get Vegas. it. Like, we're all stressing right yeah. now. But, like, and then a lot of them are going home and cuddling up with their babies. I know. And I'm like, you're hella fucking irresponsible. Like, that worries me so much. Like, you're getting on these planes, and I don't know. I just, I'm not with that. And I'm I'm also not with the traveling to Tulum. Everybody is traveling there because it's one of the few places that um, is allowing Americans. Cabo. And, um... They're going there, and it's like you're putting all these hospitality workers at risk. Like, I think about them, too. You know what I mean? Like, they need to work. They need the money, whatever. But it's like, it's just selfish. It's just hella fucking selfish. Stay your motherfucking ass home. Why is that so hard? I get it. It's hard for all of us. But, like, why do you have to be the one that's just hella laxed and, like, fuck it. I'm just going to go take a trip. Like, I'm going to go party somewhere where I can. Like... Mm-mm. That's not a necessity. That's Mm-mm. not like you're and you're not even going. These people aren't even going for no money. Like if it was for work or some shit like that, I would understand more. Yeah. But it's not that. It's like you just want to go get drunk somewhere. Like fuck that. I don't. I don't respect it at all. No, I just you see who's fucking selfish for sure. Yeah. Fuck that. That's how I feel. So, um, Mark got his sleep apnea machine. Oh, yeah. I've been thinking I hella want one. And I... <laughs> I have a deviated septum. I'm a mouth breather. And, well, lately I just feel like I can't breathe anyway, but... So, this is just a PSA. Um, earlier this year, one of Mark's best friends died. He was only 36. Um, 36, 37. But he died from sleep apnea. Um, he knew he had it. He was supposed to follow up. He lagged. He died fucking sucked so since then i've been on mark to get a sleep test through kaiser because he snores so bad and i started noticing he would stop breathing yeah that's common and he snores so loud and i noticed the pauses in his breathing so much that i would be sleeping in the living room and would wake up out of my sleep because i wouldn't hear him Mm -hmm. um so he did he got the machine he did the sleep test and he stopped breathing something like 92 times in an hour. That's Per huge. hour. Not just like in one hour. Every hour yes. was stopping that. Yeah. So basically, you're not getting any fucking no. good rest at all. No. When he told me that, I was like, wait. 
I would be such a super bitch all the time. Yeah. If, could you imagine? You're you're not resting at all. No. And um, so we got a sleep apnea machine, and I was hella worried about it because you know my stepfather has sleep apnea, and then my brother Richard had it for years. And when Rich lived with us, his motherfucking machine was so loud it would be like. You know, yeah, the motor running. They've come a long way. I can't even hear it. I yeah. can sleep in the bed with him. He don't snore. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I don't hear the machine. It's amazing. It's He's a- actually getting rest now. Yeah. So, if you have, if you're snoring or someone has told you you stop breathing, don't fucking lag on it. I've, yeah, I've dated people that uh, snore hella bad and, and stop breathing and like until it wakes them up for a minute yeah. and then they got to fall back asleep. And I have friends also that like I've traveled with and we had to like kick them out the hotel room. Like a friend of mine I'm thinking of in particular. I remember he got hella mad. He had traveled to LA with us one time. It was like me, some bitches I had at the time and him and a couple other people. And we had got like a room and he was one of the people in that shared a room with me. And um, he actually, we got into it and he went and slept by the pool outside. <laughs> Luckily, wow. it was during summer. But because he's so fucking loud and like a bear and then would stop. Mark. And like constantly. And it's like, fuck, how do you even sleep? So I'm going to tell him because we actually have a mutual friend that died in his sleep. Same shit. And um that that shit is serious it's hella serious and you're we, you're stopping breathing and yes. you don't know it unless it jerks you to wake you up you know what i mean yes and we hella miss Dwayne. so fucking if you if you snore you stop breathing someone told you just please don't lag on it go do it yeah you get it's, a direct flow of oxygen and it's just imagine what kind of good rest you'll get and how good you'll feel the next day yeah and you refreshed might probably yeah mm-hmm. lately my uh my sleeping has been so bad. Like, I I wake up every 30 minutes now because oh, I can't lay. I sleep on my side. I sleep on my side anyway. But now I can only lay on each side for about 30, 45 minutes at a time. Fuck. And then I have, to, I have no idea how Bunny's been. Like, Bunny slept with me maybe two or three times in the last week. I would push you off the bed. And, um, <laughs> yeah, she. I think she just goes to bed so late that, you know, she stays asleep. Because yeah. I feel guilty because I have to turn. And it's not no smooth turnover. It's <laughs> literally like a big-ass, fat-ass, sit-up, fucking grunt. <sighs> yeah, do that. Slam myself onto my <laughs> other side because I'm hella frustrated and tired as shit. I might have to pee in between. Like, oh, God. It's terrible God. not being able to sleep through the night. And, um, you know, I mean, before... Like, a couple months ago, it, it got to be, like, I would wake up maybe twice. But now, it, like, every half hour, oh. I hate life right now. Oh, <laughs> like, God. I'm, you're probably always fucking tired. Yeah. And then I can't really take naps. It's just, I'm just ready for this to be over. Speaking of sleep, <laughs> I need somebody, one of our listeners, who is very good with dream interpretations. Mm-hmm. I need some expertise because... You know, I'm not a huge dreamer. Well, I'm not a huge rememberer of yeah. dreams. And the last, you know, I've been under a lot of anxiety about my yeah, upcoming yeah. surgery and shit. And so the last couple nights, well, more than couple nights, every night when I wake up, 
I remember my dream. Uh-huh. And there's a theme. Every night I've been dreaming about an interaction with a different animal. So the first <laughs> night. Stupid ass. So the first your night. Your whole life. You can't even. I can't. Away from animals in your sleep. No. Just everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I've been reading a lot, trying to research them myself. But mm-hmm. um, the specifics of my dream, I can't find anything that you know, translates it. So in my first dream, um, I rescue a three-legged black dog from the side of the freeway. Get out. Yes. So in my dream, I'm mad that somebody dumped this baby, but I'm also super calm. There's no aggression, anger. Mm -hmm. And then the next night, I dreamt that I was in our garage and a fly came flying toward me. But as it got closer, I realized it was a gray furry bat. And when it got even closer, there was another gray furry bat like riding on its back. So at first it looked like one. But as it got closer, I realized it was two. (laughs) And it lands on my shoulder. It makes its way down to my lower arm. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so fucking cute. But then it bites my hand. (laughs) I don't get mad. I don't get scared. I just go, fuck, now I got to get a rabies shot. But I was hella calm about it. In the third dream, the next night, so this is night after night, mm-hmm. I'm swimming in a lake. The girls are with me. Um, we I dive down to the bottom of the lake. And you know how, like, at the pet store, you can buy one of them hollowed out logs to put in an aquarium mm-hmm. for your little creature to lay in. So there was one like that in the bottom of the lake. And I lift it up. And there's hundreds of tiny little frogs just Gross. living there. Oh, my God. So cute. Um, living their little frog lives. I swim up and I'm like, girls, come look. There's so many frogs. You know, they all get excited. We just we're watching these frogs. And then um, that's it. But in that dream, I'm calm, chill. Um, But I remember them so fucking vividly, like they're actual memories, not dreams. It's so fucking weird. Do you think maybe you're sleeping harder than usual, like deeper sleep? Like the, I don't the know dreams don't deeper. sound the dream the interactions in the dreams don't sound significant because it's just interactions. You know what I mean? It's not like you're killing one of them. Yeah, or no, no. They're giving you a message or like a weird behavior. It's like it sounds like just interactions, but like the fact that you're remembering them. I'm not is what's sleeping odd. deeper, but I have been sleeping longer. Yeah. So my type that of sleep hasn't changed. My length has by like an hour or two. You know what's weird is I read that all dreams only last like 15 minutes. And I'm like, how? Because I've had whole scenarios, whole <laughs> ass missions. That it felt like hours. Where I'm like, yeah, deep in a movie Hello, or something. driving with a lady through the mountains looking for my cat. <laughs> <laughs> like, hella shit. Like, I've had very detailed scenarios. How did I fit all that in 15 minutes? I wonder if that's really true. Yeah, so when I looked up all these dreams that kind of have a common theme or meaning where it's um like, um, so the dog has something to do with protection and loyalty if you dream of a dog, mm-hmm. um, but the fact that it's a black dog means hidden enemies. That's why it's just Here's so the thing. weird. Here's the thing. If somebody like me was dreaming those dreams, it would be odd and rare. The fact that you're dreaming them is not strange because you're an animal person and you care more about animals than people. So lately, though, my intuition and gut has been working um, 
heightened, I guess. You know, you always get gut feelings about mm-hmm. shit. But my shit has been right on. Like, mm-hmm. um, weird, random shit. And I was just wondering if those were related to that. Is it related to a heightened sense of um, emotion because of my upcoming surgery? Because I'm... That might be making you pay attention to shit more. Yeah. And messages and shit that come to you. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it says. A heightened sense yeah. of... Um, intuition and mm-hmm. s- shit like that so nervousness and stuff will make mm-hmm. you do that for sure mm-hmm. for sure i just thought it was really weird and i just <laughs> leave it to me to have m- all my dreams be about different fucking yeah animals. to me i'm like that's not any surprise at all <laughs> of course that's what your brain is choosing to so do weird. especially the <laughs> bat one that one was really fucking weird dude coming on your shoulder or what was it yeah a double bat like a bat on a bat on a piggyback that started as a fly so weird Mm -hmm. sounds about right yeah so i had been having hella um fruit cocktail cravings i thought you were gonna say fruit cocktail dream (laughs) tons of them tons like they won't stop no, but I wanted fruit cocktail in the can, right? Oh, the one the that has the fake ass cherry. That has cherry. one cherry. Like one and a half. Yeah, that's it's the best part. It's always a partial. <laughs> They're never and like, like th- a full slice. Three creepy grapes in it. Yeah, yeah. That are kind of like faded out. Yep. <laughs> so, My favorite. I love fruit cocktail. Yeah, and I was craving it. You know, they sell it in cups. Mix it with but, jello. Um, mm. I, I wanted it in the can. So I was like, do they still sell that? Yep. They do. So I went and bought some. And then I got all excited to eat it the other night. And then as soon as I took a bite, I remembered uh, the last time I had it. I Before that, I was thinking I hadn't had it since, like, my grandma was alive. Because uh-huh. she was, like, real big on fruit cocktail. That Mine, would be a too. Dessert. We always had it's cans a grandma of it, thing. for yeah. sure. Yeah, that was, like, a grandma dessert. So, in you know, when I was buying it and shit, I had those memories in mind. I didn't, it wasn't until I tasted it that I realized the last time I had it, I was in jail on the Bitch. psych floor in a straight jacket that wasn't hooked. They had, but I was naked and with I just ate the it with, yeah, butt naked, no sheets, nothing. And I ate it with my hands because I couldn't even have, a, I wasn't allowed a sport I thought you were going to say you ate it like a dog. No, I had to eat it with my hands, oh my though. Oh, my God. Everything I was eating because they took away my utensil privileges. <laughs> wow. And as soon as I tasted it, I was like, wait a minute. This isn't like pleasant. <laughs> It brought it back immediately. Yeah, it was no longer this fun, cozy moment. Grandma. I was like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. That's the last time Grandma I had it. Yeah. To John George. I was thinking it was like, you know involving nostalgic yeah yeah no it was ruined so now i got like three cans left and i'm like i don't even want that shit no more because that's give me not, one i'm gonna mix it with jello yeah that's not something i want to fucking think about so fuck that and them cherries damn <laughs> yes and all the fruit tastes the same ruined my excitement yeah yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yes. Fuck your memory. Yep. Oh, Too bad like, you couldn't well, have It's kept- so funny, though, because I didn't remember anything to do with that until I tasted it. And I was like, wait. Isn't that crazy how the mm-hmm. senses work? Yeah. Smells and, you yes. know, yeah, will trigger memories. I love that, though. Yeah. Well, the usually. brain. I mean, it's just weird how the brain works. Yeah. I, I think sense of smell is probably one of the strongest senses. Yeah, for sure. Because I could smell... Um, the not too long ago i went outside and i smelled strawberry shortcake dolls 
<gasps> do you remember that smell? They the had best. a smell. And I was like, what the fuck outside my apartment could possibly be smelling? I would smelling? have kept sniffing. I, I did. Found it. And I was like, what could be smelling like strawberry shortcake dolls? Because I remember the smell of her head. Oh my God. I love it. I smelled it. it outside my apartment. And that's something from fucking hella years ago. Hella years. A smell triggered, you know? Because even the newer strawberry shortcake dolls, they when don't they have that same them, smell. No, Mm-mm. they don't smell it's like It's literally an 80s yes. strawberry shortcake doll has a very. Yes. specific smell yeah damn yep you're I right i would give anything to smell that right now i know it's a really good smell i you know i'm big smells is one of my fucking ocd things i have to smell everything and <laughs> like a weirdo the other one of my favorite smells is um like inflatable pools like that plastic oh, smell yeah. you said that when we opened our stickers Excuse is that me. what it was and you I, screamed and you were and like was, this is the best plastic smell yes. it smells like 80 swimming pools yes it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. but oh god i i need a perfume that smells like that <laughs> you could just keep the plastic that the stickers come in and huff, huff it, it. <laughs> cover your whole face with it and huff it i will do that till it runs out you know i get that from billy he smells everything everything <gasps> i didn't know that yeah so does stevie Wow. We literally smell fucking everything. Weirdos. I know. It's not always a pleasant thing either. Yeah. (laughs) Gross. Speaking of pleasant things, let me just tell you this real quick. A meme came up. A friend shared it. Not even a meme. A girl's post. Uh And it said, um, oh God, what did it say? Um, heads up or, um, you thought it starts something like that and it says y'all be thinking we're gagging because your dicks are big when in reality we're gagging because them things stink why would you share that why would you share that and no bitch that's why you're gagging yeah because who's going through with that if it stank that's not even funny to me i was like call the cops on (laughs) her the dude yeah call the cops that's not funny and that's not something to be shared i'm disgusted i'm disgusted you even told the story why are you? Why are we grownups and you're messing with people with stinky yeah. fucking wieners? I'm sorry. Why would you continue to gag on it? Because oh god, I'm I not, said this no, is why men act. This that. is why men act the way that they do because people like you are continuing to yeah. suck dicks even though they stink. Yeah. So what motivation do they have to wash it? Because you're still going to choke on it. Or be good human. Yeah. We're accepting any behavior. Yeah. God damn. Talk about settling. <laughs> That's fucking disgusting. Sorry, can't relate. Not cannot fucking relate. Sorry, I'd rather be celibate than deal with that. Mm -mm. I just thought that was funny and disgusting. Gross. I got some other gross stuff too. I have some um, (laughs) paranormal. I don't want to hear about your gross stuff. I have some paranormal. Not my own body gross stuff. No, I know, but I don't want no stories like that. It's not wieners. Um. The other night, okay, so me and Bunny left the other night. I forget what day it was. Maybe Friday. We were gone for about two hours in the evening. Mm. Um, before we left, uh, we locked Dottie up in her crate, made sure everything was locked. Mm-hmm. She had on her barking collar that I got her. That's working perfectly, by the way. I was just going to say, is it working? perfectly um as soon as i put it on the only complaint i have is that every now and then she might let out a bark and it doesn't trigger it 
So it, it, so it emits a sound, right? It's the sound yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think that has to do with the positioning because it, it twists sometimes, right? And it'll be like to the side of her neck a little more than the center. So is it all all noises she makes or just loud barks? Barks, because she can growl still. And um, that'll only set it off sometimes. It's can not she, super sensitive. Can she do like little... Or yeah, does... yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's not super fucking sensitive. That's cool. So it basically has two prongs on the back of like a pager thing. Yeah. It sits on her throat. And um, what it does is it, it, it'll beep, okay? It lets out a beep. As a and, warning. Um, as a warning. And it, it'll do that three times. She has basically three barks that she'll let out that'll beep every time she hasn't really gotten past i don't think she's ever got past two without getting hella confused and stopping herself (laughs) right which is good yeah because it's doing what it's supposed to yeah if for some reason she continues to bark past those three beeps it'll vibrate her throat oh and you test it when you first get it there's like a blowhole on the back and so when you put the battery in you blow gently and you, you, it says to do it maybe seven times so that you get through all levels of it. Uh. And the vibrate is not hella, like, strong. But it's enough that it's going to have her, like, what the fuck? Because the beep already has her hella confused and she stops right away. That's good. So it's doing what it's supposed to do. I'm hella fucking happy with it. Um, the reviews were hella good. Little yappy dogs, I noticed their reviews. Some a lot of those will bark right through it. They're they don't, like, I don't give a fuck. yeah, they're like, I'm barking regardless. This might make me bark more. Yeah, but, little dogs don't um, care. You know, she's one of those where she only barks where there's a reason, yeah, or you know, somebody's like walking past the apartment or whatever, but um, it, it confuses her right away the beeping and Good. she stops. Yeah, so anyway, it's working great, right? So we put her away, we're leaving. And she barked for a minute. Sometimes she'll bark at Bunny, like when Bunny comes out Mm -hmm. the room and shit, because she gets excited and she's like, let me out. I want to play with you. So she kind of barked at her and then it beeped. Okay. And then she stopped. Mm -hmm. And so we were like laughing a little bit about it. We left. We come back two hours later. I unlock the door. I open it. Um, By then it's like maybe 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. I open the door. Her cage, you know, is right there visible. It's empty. What? And I'm like, wait a minute. So I said hella loud, what the fuck? Guess who walks up to the door hella casual? Like, hey guys, it's Dottie. Walking around the apartment. She had just came out of my fucking room. What the fuck? So mind you, Bunny's bedroom door was open. She's like, bitches are growing here. (laughs) My bedroom door was open. Oh God. We had the TV on for her and shit. She's having free reign of the house for two hours, apparently. So I go, what the fuck are you doing out? What is going on? So I immediately walk over to her cage to see if she broke some shit. Right. All of the latches are still locked. What? So I'm like, I look at Bunny and I said, what the fuck? There's no way she could have pried part of it open to push her way through. None of that. All three latches. Well, there's six latches in total because there's two different entrances. Right. On, they're all locked. All of them. So I look at Bunny and I'm trying not to freak her out, right? Because, you know, she was there when we put her away. Right. There's no way for me to play this off to her. So I'm like, I said, how the fuck? She couldn't have locked her locked this behind her. Right. She could have maybe unlocked it, but not fucking not three. Back up. She couldn't have unlocked three yeah, no, anyway. No. So I'm looking at and Bunny goes, I do not know. 
So I start going around the house now. Did she destroy anything? She shit in my fucking room. <laughs> she shit in my room and she got it on one of my Jordans. That's like a rare pair that I was really fucking pissed about. So not only is it like 11 p.m. now we're coming home. I have to clean shit. I have to put her away. Uh. I have to clean my fucking shoe. I'm all frustrated. But at the same time, how did she get out? At the same time, it's not really her fault. <laughs> and she's calm. Just whatever. Walks up to us like no big deal. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm also not hey, trying to let my reaction. George let her out, bitch. Listen, I'm trying to control my reactions at the same time. I said it a couple more times throughout the evening. Like, I still need to know how this bitch got out. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm in shock. I text my mom. I told her what happened. And she was like, what? And I was like, it's to the point where if Bunny wasn't right here with me every step of the way when we put her people away, everything, people would think I'm lying. Right. But she knows we we locked everything. You know, we laughed at her in her crate right. when we left. It's not like we forgot to put her in because um, the barking thing happened. And, you know, we kind of laughed about it. We left like Bunny was there every step of the way. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. I think that's so, the biggest one so far. Oh, yeah. That's wild. So I was like, this is that's fucking, no denying. No, no. There's no possibility of anything else. Right. She's so, not Chris Angel, the Great Dane she's version, not you know. Fucking she's not fucking Houdini. Yeah, she's not star tracking her way out. She's not. There's no explaining it. So I'm like, what the fuck? So we go to bed that night. Both of us went to bed at the same time for once and forever. So Bunny falls <laughs> asleep in my bed. And um I'm I'm laying in there and Dottie's crying multiple times throughout the night george is bugging me again. she's crying at like uh two or three in the morning to where i had to get up and go in there and be like you're okay you're fine whatever check everything and then go back to bed she never cries at night so i'm like is something fucking with her is something in there like doing some dumb shit to to aggravate her or whatever because she don't cry at night she goes to bed sometimes she goes to bed before me you know what i mean and we'll go put herself to bed like so that was out of her character to be crying in the middle of the night when she's not even usually awake right so i was just like this is too much and um it's funny because well it's not funny but the listener that we talked about a couple weeks ago that said she had a baby paranormal activity was amping up more oh she wrote me maybe the next day or the day after and she was like hey it's gotten hella fucking worse (gasps) like you know um can you help me like who should i contact so we we messaged each other for a little bit and i was like it's funny that you fucking hit me again because since we talked about it some shit happened to me now and um i'm gonna talk about it on the next episode but yeah now it's acting a fool and you know i'm kind of dealing with the same kind of shit what if you fucking uh, turn your back and fucking old George moves the baby from the bed to the fucking couch? Right. Right. The baby's just floating across the fucking room. <laughs> or in another area that I didn't have her in. Her right. shoes missing that we're both on. Yeah, I'm not in the mood for that shit. So my mom, she hit me like the next day. You know, first of all, she was like, well, I believe you 100%. Yeah, of course. 
And then she was like, you should put cameras inside your apartment. And I'm like, for what? The ghost? And she's like, yeah. And I said, you think I want to see that shit? Like, it's bad enough that I'm... Put them for me. No, it's bad enough I'm dealing with it. Do you think I want to see that and I live alone? You know what I mean? Like, I no. And she's like, yeah, you're right, actually, now that I think about it. Like, that's just going to make me want to move, but... This is this type of shit has happened everywhere I've lived. Yeah, so can't. it's not something I can move yeah. away from. So, yeah, cameras, that's out. I'm not doing that. Um, then I got to thinking maybe. OK, so I think this was Friday. Two days before, because I think it was on Wednesday. I told you I had a yeah. kind of a paranormal experience. Yeah. Two days prior to this. I don't know if it's related. I don't know if it's her, but we're going to fucking figure this shit out. So you're right. Tuesday night, I guess it was. I was going through my phone and, um, you know, 90s updos are are like making a comeback. I love right? it too. So like in the WAP video, Cardi and, and um, Meg both have 80s style fake ponytail updos you know what i mean those were really popular (laughs) everyone's yeah in the 90s those were really fucking popular for everyone and um i have hella pictures of these tall ass updos so that night late that night i was searching i use um an app to back up my photos on my phone i use the um, amazon photos app so i'm scrolling back years on this app right looking for the pictures um, so I could post them and laugh or whatever. So I'm scrolling, 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 hella fast, going, going, going. On that app, in order to open a picture, you have to actually click the photo Mm -hmm. to, you know, select it to enlarge it, right? So I'm scrolling, 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 going back through all these years, and one highlighted itself that I didn't actually touch, but it, like, highlighted itself, and then it stopped scrolling. So I'm like... What is this? So I click on it. It was my great great grandmother's obituary. Um, and I, I just happened to look at the date and it was that date. It was, excuse me, August 5th. Which was her birthday. Which was her birthday right? that showed up at the top. And so I'm like, what the fuck? So uh, that was hella weird to me because I was hella scrolling fast. Yeah. I wasn't going slow because I, I knew kind of what year I had saved the, the, yeah. the photos I was looking for. And it wasn't where that was saved. She was like, acknowledge me. So she was like, hold up. While you're in here, bitch, it's Same after midnight. <laughs> Tell me happy birthday because now it's the fifth. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my fucking God. Like, that's so weird. Right. So the next morning, I tell my aunt what happened, and I tell my mom, and my aunt's like, oh, God, I love when creepy stuff like that happens. And I was like, yeah, like, that was literally her being like, hey, bitch, it's after midnight. Tell me happy birthday. Yeah. So I just thought that was hella fucking weird. That happened then two days later somebody maybe it was her her name was augusta like bitch i don't know if you didn't get enough attention (laughs) that day but yeah so twice two incidents in the same week of some weird shit oh god i hope it doesn't um (laughs) 
continue yeah because i'm not in the mood for it and i don't that's not that's a menace it is and it's just giving me more shit to deal with because what if thank god she didn't like destroy anything right she was chilling for two hours she was in bunny's room you know what i mean (laughs) like where she's not even allowed she was in my fucking room unattended like and just casually if you would have saw the way she casually walked up to us like like, "Hey." hey what y'all doing like luckily there was no food on the counter because she's fucking so big you know she can oh she don't even have to jump she would just put her face up and grab it yeah luckily there's no grapes up there something they're not supposed to eat right whoever did that yeah you're being reckless you're being fuck. do you want to help clean the shit like i don't think you do so maybe don't do that again they're sitting there laughing watching yeah watching me cuss and get hella frustrated watching you try not to cry Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that's the last thing you want to do is clean fucking shit at fucking close to midnight, dude. It made me realize, too, um, I deal with shit way more than the average person, I think. And it's, <laughs> I, I got, it made me get to thinking about it. And I was like, you know, with kids, I've dealt with shit, you know, potty training and all that. And when they get to be at that older stage of potty training where it's like, Stinks. not, it's not baby shit, you know what I mean? And that's like the worst. And uh, that and then with work, you know what I mean? Yes. I deal with a lot of fucking shit. I have a lot of horror stories with shit. There's one that um, I'll actually post a photo of in the highlights because I came across it when I was looking through old photos. One time when I was working in Jersey, um, I had a client come through or whatever. And it was for, you know, anal play and like strap on session. And afterwards, he was sitting on the bed um and he he was like whatever getting his clothes and shit together to get dressed and when he got up and left like i came back into the room and there was a huge ass dookie stain on the comforter (gasps) and i was like wow for real like bitch i'd have charged you extra if i known you would have you were gonna fucking do now i gotta call housekeeping and have them come and bring me another one and they think this shit is from me they're gonna be like ew you pooped this bitch left a dookie stain on the comforter y'all like that's you know so yeah but yeah it was horrible to where i took a picture of it and i was just like what the fuck but situations like that like i I feel like i deal with dookie more than the the average adult and that's the worst yeah who wants to deal with that uh i don't even want to deal with my own but the thought came because when i was cleaning my shoe i was like i'm probably not that bothered by this than someone else would right. be. You know what You're I mean? just an average day. I have a dog that shits like a grown man. You know yeah, what I mean? That real. I had to train. And that was no joy. Yeah. That type, you know, there were accidents being made in the house during that time. That would have traumatized someone. For real. That deters a lot of people from getting that breed of dog. Because the, the first thing people say is, do you know how massive it is when they go to the bathroom? And to me, I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I'll deal with it. Like, that's not the worst of it. I've pulled shitty Barbie dolls out of assholes. Yeah, like, literally. This is yes, yes, that's true. Let's see. Uh, that's another example. Yes. Like, I deal with shit, like, just way more than I think I deserve. <laughs> like, that shit is fucking. I don't know. But at least I'm not hella bothered by it. I don't gag. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I think vomit might be worse, honestly. Yeah, yeah. 
there's I, been situations where I fed people shit. So it's like I, oh, if yeah, I can yeah. stomach that and with a straight face be totally calm That's and make girl, you feel comfortable you about it, yeah, yeah, most people can't do that. I couldn't. There's yeah. no way. A lot of people. I would not. get. I, that, that's where my line would break, and I would get. Yeah, and then that's sometimes offensive to yeah, the person. Yeah, and then they're like, "I'm not fucking paying you." Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, you know, you get paid first, but. But still. Yeah, you like know. I'm not gonna want to see you again. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh no. Yeah, I deal with a lot of shit. Uh. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. I'm gonna smoke. Okay, let's smoke. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Come on, I can use one too. You... <laughs> Shut up. You know, real quick before I go smoke, you know, I, the other day I was at Rite Aid and I was buying some enemas and, you know, I've been buying enemas for fucking years. Yeah. Nobody ever says anything to me about it. Mm-hmm. For the very first time, the woman ringing me up looks at me and goes, do you know what you're doing with these? Okay. Do you, you know, know what? how to use these? And I looked at her and I go, I've bought them before. It's no problem. But I was thinking. I would be very you're fucking. You're a little fucking spunky. I'd have told her, you're a little out of line for asking me that. Do you ask everyone that? You're not a pharmacy tech. You're not. A How ph- dare you? Yeah. Oh, that bothers me a lot. Yeah. Because that's never... already something you feel kind of uncomfortable buying. Like I bought stool softener at Target the other day. And I was thinking this is kind of embarrassing if somebody sees this on the belt, you know, and they're in line behind Mark me. Hates. Don't you ever call me out on Don't what i'm mention buying what somebody's buying ever oh wow yeah i was so shocked because like do I you said, know bitch do you want to demonstrate the fuck are you, you asking me, me for you? right do you want me to prove it to you yeah and i just thought it was it was right aid and I that just thought is it was so wild crazy for her to ask you right that. pretty ballsy Oh, no, I don't like that at all. Yeah, Mark always hates when I have him pick me up an enema because he's like, they're going to think it's for me. And I'm like, it ain't oh, none of y'all fucking it. business. Right. Like, how dare you? Yeah. Oh, What, what would God. she have done if I would have said, I don't? No, Can I don't. Can you tell me? Let, please. I should have done that. Please help me. Yeah, but in the moment, you don't think. I like, was just yeah. so blown away that yeah, she said Yeah, I would have been like, too. Holy shit. Caught off guard. Bitch, how dare you? Guard. You want to help me with tampons too? Right. You fucking child. Right. Ew. Uh-uh. Fuck her. Yeah, crazy, huh? Yeah. It's weird. It's like, oh, you're a fucking spunky one. Mm-mm. Yeah, and it was someone who, looking at you, would never think would... Um... Was it like an older woman? So it was... Like a grandma? Was she being like... No, she was probably in her late 40s. Um, a conservative-looking woman. An yeah. Indian woman. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, no, bitch. How about you walk me through it? Yeah. Fucking weird ass bitch. Have you You've been working those, in the drugstore for doing? too long, bitch. <laughs> you're bored, the fuck? bitch. Yeah. The you're fuck dope. are you talking about? <laughs> you're oh, too- God. <laughs> She's lucky it wasn't me. Yeah. Shit is heavy in the world right now, and some days it feels like it's falling apart. I know for me, my anxiety has been off the hook lately. If you're stressed, dealing with anger, some grief, trauma, relationship issues, even having trouble sleeping, this is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join over 1 million people that are already taking charge of their mental health. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're adding counselors in all 50 states. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. 
If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash hello. Well then, (laughs) so that was like a much longer break than usual. That was an overnight break. A good 20 hour break. We fucked some shit up. So we, yeah, we we came back from break yesterday and proceeded to record for like another 45 minutes yes. um, using our podcast voices and talking into microphones to each other mm-hmm. like fucking assholes. Yep. Um, but not recording. Nope. <laughs> Not not none of the last half fucking recorded. Yeah, so surprise, <laughs> that caused a delay. <laughs> so sorry, shit happens. Yeah, well, Fuck. okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, just real quick, I wanted to take a minute. Um, we didn't get a chance to read off our new patrons last week. Also, I need to say happy birthday to Brian Bruno. He's one of our listeners. He celebrated a birthday on August 2nd. And we wanted to wish you a happy birthday last week, but it it got past us. So I just want to make sure we tell you this week, happy birthday. Happy birthday, fellow Leo. (laughs) And um, yeah, uh, another thing, we should give a shout out to Vacaville listeners and Daily City because... In filling out, you know, sticker packs that mm-hmm. that went out in the last, you know, month, mm-hmm. I've noticed we have so many, some of which even live in the same household. I <laughs> love it. Yeah. So um, I thought that was really nice. And just we have tons of listeners in both of those cities. Oh, patrons. thank you guys. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for your support. Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you for sharing us for sure. Yeah. Um. I'm going to read the new um, patrons real quick. Uh, hope I don't butcher names. They seem like they're not as bad as, pre- you know, <laughs> hard as previous, but we'll see what the fuck I fuck up. So for new friends, we have, this is one of my favorites, because whoever did this is a fucking asshole, and I love it. <laughs> the first one is Stupid Idiot. Okay. <laughs> Jesse Rayburn. Gabrielle. Nalbone or Nalboni, Melody Brown, Allie White, Luna Flowers, Jennifer, Katie Vernon, Natalia Cuarte, Lex Marie, Mark, Mark Panetta. <laughs> you didn't have to say that like that. Mark. Sam Campus, Taylor Stevens, Zoe Hood, Autumn, Mercedes Acido, Gladys W, Royal. Alexis, Caitlin, Brooklyn, Leslie, and Ash Steinkellner. God, I hope I got that right. Um, for friends that saw me naked, we have Mariah Fannin, Brenna Irving, Randy Lynn Jennings, Jenna D, Angel Stevenson, Danny Ruvive, Jodeci Achi, and then for friends that will bail me out, we have Sexy Nelly, Susan Baker, Deanna Nesbitt, Jesus R., Nancy Bruja Desiree, 
Kaya, Amber Renee Chavez, Laura Jacobs, Jessica, Miranda Shade, Edgar DLT, Stephanie, Jen Block, Kelsey Malcolm, Merced Ruiz, Amanda Debo or Deboe, and Noemi Nunes. Thank, Thank you, you guys. guys so much. I was having a um, conversation with one of our listeners on Twitter the other day, and um, she had mentioned like a number of listeners that I guess she had got from our Facebook group, mm-hmm. and it just made me realize we never have ever spoke about how many listeners we have we just it's not something we've ever openly talked about um but i'm you know we're both super proud she said Um, like 1200 right yeah like 12 something based on the facebook group right so i was like actually we're way fucking beyond that like i'm really happy um so i just wanted to mention we have almost ten thousand listeners in a 30-day period which so is that's, really huge for podcasts that's really really big it is um and this is just based on you know word of mouth you whatever guys sharing us yeah social media promotion that's it Wait, um this, it's all organic growth. yeah we don't have any help we don't have you know um we don't pay for ads mm-hmm. or anything like that this is just something that we do together and we just want to thank you guys so much because you played a huge part in growing yeah. our community to that big of an audience. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's an it's, accomplishment we're really yeah. proud of. And, you know, that support is what keeps us recording because, yeah. you know, I know for one, if if I wasn't getting feeling encouraged and yeah. getting the feedback that we do, I wouldn't be motivated to keep doing this. Right. You know what I mean? So. You're we, fun to talk to, but, but you know, yeah, not, that not, much. not scheduled and shit. You know what I mean? So um, you guys really motivate us in serious ways and keep Definitely. the show going. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted to thank you for that. Um, we also owe a huge thank you to our listener, Kyle. Um, he uh, sent us a gift, each of us, like not for the baby, just for me and this asshole. <laughs> an amazing fucking yes, gift. Yes. And um, just thank you so much. It's so fucking thoughtful. And you didn't have to do that. And we know that. So all of you just, guys that have done that. Just yeah. We thank just you. we appreciate anything you guys do for us because, you know, we know you're not obligated. Um. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, if um, you haven't joined Patreon yet, um, we we are doing um, monthly raffles. Yeah, and- the first uh, raffle winner, winner's prize went out this week. Um, we, we're going to continue doing those, so it's not too late. And if you're just signing up, a few people have asked, you know, is it too late to send in my info? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Please send in on the Patreon app. Yeah. Message us there because it's just more organized for us to pull them all from there. Um, send us your T-shirt size and your shipping info because, no, you know, certain tiers get certain gifts yeah. and rewards um, physically sent to them. Um, so all tiers do get something. And then we also include all tiers in the raffle. Right. So we'll be doing those like once or twice a month. And if, you know, Patreon's not something you can do please um, go to iTunes, rate, review, yeah. subscribe. That helps us immensely. It does. Thank so you, guys. Everything's appreciated very um, much. So speaking of podcasts, I listened to a few more episodes of, I OPL. always want to say other people's money. But no, 
<laughs> no, because there's like a, there's a rapper that uh, that's like a acronym that he uses in some of his really? music. Yeah, so I always think of like OPM, like, so, but that's not what it is. It's, it's other OPL. people's OP, uh, other, other people's, people's lives. Li- I was gonna say other people's business, you, like, other people's everything. It's right? just other people. So <laughs> <laughs> something. Yeah. So I listened to the one that you said was really good about micro penises. Yeah. And um. It, it was interesting. Um, I feel like people don't realize how common that is. It's really fucking common. So if you happen to be someone that has a micro penis, you're not alone. <laughs> like, yeah, by by any means, um, you know, in my years of sex work, um, not saying that I was having sex with them, but right. they I've seen, you know, tons of dicks naked and you know, I, I remember the first time I ever saw one and I was just like, wow, like, you know, I didn't understand why it was like that because it almost looked inverted. Yeah. And the guy had like a big stomach. So <sighs> it's like, for Poor one guy. thing, you couldn't tell if it was erect or not. Right. Um, I asked and I, I guess it was. But, um, Damn. you know, it's not something that protrudes out from the body. It looks just like a toadstool, like <sighs> against, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he had to move his stomach out the way to even see it. You know. And um, it, it's just so it caught me off guard because I wasn't familiar. But then I've seen so many since then that now it's just like I identify for, you know, it for what it is like. And I right. don't some want to be verbally humi- humiliated right. about it. But of course, that's their choice. I don't just take it upon myself right. to point it out. Um, yeah, that's one of the things when listening to that episode before I listen to it, you know, um, when you hear micro penis or tiny penis, you're like, oh, fuck that, you yeah. know. But after listening to that episode, I definitely developed a level of um, compassion and empathy that I didn't have before. Because one of the things this guy had said, it, um, he had said, you know, um, just a side note, if you think I'm one of those that's going to tell you to stay positive and um, it'll work out and everything's unicorns and rainbows he's like i'm not this shit fucking sucks and he was really um pretty transparent yeah i mean there's a lot of struggles and it's really affected that because you don't know i like that he talked a lot about you don't know when is appropriate to share that with somebody right that you're that is a potential partner you know what i mean like at one point at what point do you say hey like this is also something that's part of me like that I have, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so is that an issue or whatever me? I'm so upfront and yep. like blunt and humorous. Yep. I would make a joke about it or something. I'd be like, Hey, let me tell you now. Like I have, do you know what a micro penis is? Cause I have, one. I can show <laughs> like, you. Yeah. I, I, that's what I have. So I would just want to be upfront. I think humor but would that, definitely make it easier to receive first and to give. I think that would be more comfortable yes. to give that information if yeah. you're being like funny about it, but like, no, for real, I'm serious. Yeah. So many, a lot of people think that, um, you, you need to have a huge penis. First of all, um, worldwide, the average penis is like 4.8 inches. U.S. is like, um, I think five. Um, most women's vagina is only four, four and a half inches long. Yeah. So, and your G spot is only two inches in. So yeah. it's like you don't have to have super length. You know, I'd rather I've, have a five inch girthy width, penis. Yeah, width is always appreciated more. Absolutely. I feel like for myself. Me too. Um, 
than length because especially if it's slim and long that that causes like a crampy feeling it's not when your cervix is repeatedly pounded i'm one of those it hurts me it don't feel good i know some people love it but i'm i am someone that has broken up with people i've literally ended relationships with people because they were too big and it wasn't a good time like i'm not having fun with this and i'm not gonna just suffer through it and I'm not going to expect sex you is important. yeah it is so um there's actually two people that I stopped fucking with because of that and God you know damn. that's just yeah so not everybody wants a huge ass dick and uh ethnicity plays no fucking role it doesn't that's such a fucking size. myth it's that's so myth. not true there I know white guys with huge dicks I know hella black guys with hella tiny dicks yeah. Excuse me. I know fucking Asian guys with you. You know, like I've it's not true. No No. stereotype that I've heard regarding race has been true. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Not when it comes to wieners. Yeah. Throw that out the window. Yeah. It was a good episode, though. I highly recommend. There's another one that's really good. It's called um, My Father Shot a Man to Protect Me. Yeah. And it's fucking good. I didn't listen to that yet. I was just kind of browsing through scrolling back to their older episodes they're really fucking kink obsessed yeah i've been avoiding those ones yeah i'm not interested in you guys being shocked by kinks you know what i mean and i feel like the ones that i have listened to that's what it's about yeah the other ones i like better of fetish ones yeah yeah it's like whatever i don't want to hear y'all reaction to that the ones that are non-sex related like um a dude that was abducted by aliens Um, right those ones are interesting there's one that's that i listened to um the woman has a OCD. How was that? And um, it was good. It was accurate. I, you know, we both have it. Yeah. And um, it. I was getting frustrated because in the beginning, one of the hosts started out talking about how he thought he had it, and he's naming off things that are absolutely OCD that mm-hmm. some of uh my own, you know, like that I share, like mm-hmm. rituals and. Um, things you pay attention to and whatever and I, and so I'm listening like yeah you absolutely you know do have it and then later he was like so I mean I know I for sure don't have it but uh I just you know sometimes you wonder and blah blah and I'm like no you do fucking have it you're a candidate for yeah uh, an evaluation exactly sure. I mean if it's not causing you stress or right. taking up time in your life whatever but you absolutely have it right. um yeah so I got frustrated with certain parts of that episode but that was super interesting. Uh, there's one about I have bipolar disorder. Oh. And so I was listening to that. That was a woman also. But so much was spent of that episode talking about Kanye. Oh, God. And it's like there's. I'm, I don't want to hear no There's more. so many other people that have that right. illness, you know, or just talk about your own, your own experiences. Right. You know, I felt like a huge part of that episode was just about him. So I didn't finish it. Yeah. Um. There's one. Um. Last one and then, but uh, it's I survived a mass shooting and she was in Vegas at at the concert where it got shot up and it's like she takes it from start to finish and then her having to go into therapy and that one's really good. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, those ones are good. So if you guys need a new one, check those out. Yeah. It it is overall a good show. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, you know. It's a good concept for sure. Yeah. Even though I don't... um, like how they discuss some of the stuff sometimes it's still nice to hear from people that have you know or are going through the experience yeah i really like that instead of just opinions or yeah shit that they've read definitely um speaking of 
small penis energy. Um, <laughs> I was thinking the other day um, about a situation. Just I was thinking about bad teachers overall and like teachers that I had problems with when I was growing up and how weird that is because I was such a young fucking kid. Yeah. Um, I was a bad kid. That's I'm not going to deny that at all. <laughs> I was very fucking bad. I had a smart ass mouth. I was a monster. And um, but, you know, I, just being an adult now, I would look at a kid like that and I would be like, OK, this kid Something's has issues. Going on. Yeah, there, there's issues going on, um, you know, that are making her this fucking baby act is like acting this. out for, for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's a reason. Right. And so um, just so many teachers I had just didn't know how to fucking deal with me. Which, you know, sometimes I guess is understandable, but not to the point where, like, people have gotten physical with me and shit. Yeah, and that's never all right. One of these teachers, his name is Mr. Peterson. He was um, a middle school teacher. I think I was in sixth grade. Um, so I was 11. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was fucking tiny back then. Yeah, you were. And um, I mean, like, short, probably 90, pa- like, 80 pounds you wore or something. I was, yeah, I was super, super fucking tiny back then. Um, But I was disrespectful. And he was like a young teacher. He was like uh, maybe early 40s Mm -hmm. or like really early 40s. And um, I had a smart ass mouth and we didn't get along. We bumped heads every day. One day he took me into the hallway to try to check me or whatever. And I said something like whatever. I probably called him a bitch or something. I said something like I'm not listening to you or whatever. And he fucking slammed me hella hard, like full force into the lockers oh, in the hell hallway. Oh no! Mind you, it made hella fucking noise. It knocked the wind out of me. Everything. I started crying. And the first thing I thought was of my dad. Like you done fucked with the wrong one. I'm calling so, Jimbo. Right. The, the, I, you know, I got sent to the office. I ended up being the one getting in trouble. They didn't fucking reprimand him. Of course, because back then it was more acceptable for adults to um, discipline everybody's children. You know, put Yeah, hands. I mean, not really. Like, I don't remember any situations where any kid that was happening to any fucking kids. So I kind of had hopes that he would at least be like suspended or something. Huh. Nothing happened. This was in the 90s. Um Teachers weren't whooping kids then. You know what I mean? Like, girl, at my school, my principal threatened to spank us. And my grandma was like, go ahead. In your middle school? And fucking sixth grade. Mr. Wire. Mr. William Wire. What the fuck? Yeah, we didn't have that. But they never did. But, you know, it was talked about. But to even say that, like, now you would be in trouble for even saying some shit like that to a kid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I hoped that he would get suspended or something and, you know, I was pushing for it and no. So I, I got in trouble, but I was like, it's good because I know who the fuck my dad is. So back then my dad is the one who was taking me to school and picking me up, (laughs) giving me fucking rides unless I stayed at like a friend's house or something. So I was like, that's fine. Um, my dad came and I took him to his class and he was already gone for the day. And I was like, okay. so later, you know, uh, my dad checked him and threatened him and hella shit and was like, you know, you put your hands on her again. I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass. All this shit caused a scene in front of kids. I was happy about that. (laughs) Whatever. So um, summer came Um, back then. I went to a school that was kind of in the Richmond Hills. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the kids I went to school with lived in the El Cerrito Hills, Mm -hmm. which is like. neighboring city 
and anybody that lived there had money yeah, right it's and a nice so area. i was kind of like their their like hood friend you know <laughs> what i mean so one day my dad gave me a ride to drop me off at my best friend's house that lives in the el cerrito hills and um we were like out on her porch for a while hanging out and um the house across the street from her had sold and i looked over because i saw the people like you know moving their shit in and stuff and i look and it's mr peterson mm. <laughs> so i took it upon myself to go over there and tap on the door and i was like hey i thought that was you just to be like i know yes just so you know i know that where you live now so <laughs> i was like hey and he kind of looked at me and he looked like he saw a fucking ghost i bet he did and so this is after my dad checked him, by the way. So I was like, huh, OK, well, you know, have a good day, whatever. And I walked off laughing because I'm telling Jimmy where you live. So when I go back to school, when school is back in, you know, he wasn't my teacher anymore, but I would see him. Oh, he would go out of his fucking way. Hey, hey, Maria. Hey, like, how are you doing? How was summer? Blah, Don't blah, blah. Your dad Kissing over. my fucking ass. So that was like one of those situations where I really got the last laugh. Right. And I was like, you know, laughing. Get like, funky yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't, uh, you better not ever try me again, ever. Good. So um, it was just funny. His whole temperature changed, like Good. whole attitude got put in his place. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, fuck, if, if anybody tried to slam my kid into a locker oh now, like, God. it's just crazy. Or even like you said, a teacher threatening to put hands on like what? You know what? <laughs> Are you crazy? Yeah. Um, we were so um, Andrea was a year younger than me. She was in sixth grade. Um, they had a substitute that day, and he looked like Snow um, Informer. The rapper. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, you know, he was young. He was probably late 20s, early, maybe early 30s. What's well, hella funny is Mr. Peterson looked like that. He was a, a younger adult white guy with round glasses. Did he try to be hip? <laughs> no. Yeah. But they that's funny. Cause the look? If, yeah. They, they sounds like they looked alike. Yeah, and he would try to be hip. Mm-hmm. This teacher. And I remember he had actually told Andrea how fine she was. And mind you, we're what, 11? And is asking her if her mom looks like her for her so mom's number. Fucking inappropriate. A grown ass teacher. I've had hella teachers try to hit on my mom and be like, oh, is your mom single? <laughs> like, how old is your mom? Or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Which is still But never. It is totally, but never flirting like with me. Yes. Like, what the fuck? That's so disgusting. It's so gross. And I remember back then Ugh. we thought it was like funny and, you know, it was kind of flattering, right? Oh, God. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Kids don't know any better. Mm-mm. Fucking that's, gross. That's fucking awful. I have some news. <clears throat> what do you have? You guys know uh, I have a wrestling past. I was an amateur wrestler <laughs> for many years. <laughs> A wrestling fanatic. So I try to keep up on... Um, on wrestling news? <laughs> I do, like on old school wrestlers news. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Kamala passed away recently, the wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, I did... Uh, I, I read that. And then um, when I was going off about uh, Kamala Harris being fucking 
you know, chosen for vice president or whatever, a friend had had DM'd me and was like, yeah, that's fucking hella sad that he died or whatever. And I'm like, that's not who the fuck I'm Wrong talking about. one, <laughs> damn it. I think I posted like, Kamala, really get me the fuck out of here. And he <laughs> thought I was talking about her. He's like, oh, God, I mean, she's him. so hurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sad, too. No, no, that's not who the fuck <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> Shit. It's fucking great. So. I try to keep up on shit and uh, I was riding with Rich the other day and he was like, did you hear what's going on with Marty Jannetty? For those that don't know, there was a tag team called the Rockers. I was in oh love with God. Marty Jannetty, also uh, Ultimate Warrior and Carrie Von Eric, the Texas Tornado. Those <laughs> were my little trifectas back then. Um, but the Rockers were, you know, a tag team in the WWF and AWA. Well... Marty Jannetty, he's always he's always been kind of a wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, they all kind of are, yeah. like you know, coke habits and fucking. He loves uh, pain pills, dying early, blow. and yeah, like all the old wrestlers from back in the day. I feel like have some troubles. Yeah, I was um, watching a video of a wrestling podcast, uh, Monty and the Pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you were <laughs> drinking beer or no? <laughs> this fucking trash runs deep. You God. guys, you have no idea. <laughs> I was watching it while eating a can of SpaghettiOs with meatballs and saltines with butter. Um, but I was watching it because Marty Jannetty was on there. And, um, you know, the hosts were kind of antagonizing him a little bit at first about his last appearance because apparently he was snorting coke in the bathroom and shit. Nice. It didn't look scripted to me. Yeah. Um, he was getting mad. Marty Jannetty, he was, he's 60 years old. He got up and fucking started fist fighting with the hosts and shit. <laughs> like... I'll With show wrestlers, you. you never know because it's like, are you doing your act or are you fucking, right. is it real? You right. Know? I don't know. Oh, um, but but he's been known to put out wild posts on social media before and yeah. shit. So my brother goes on to tell me he's like, he's um, being looked at for murder. He basically um, lightweight confessed to a murder on Facebook. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like a fucking idiot. Like a fucking idiot. Shut your mouth. I kind of came across like a headline about this, but I wasn't familiar with who the people were. So I was like, I didn't really, you know, read deep into it. But I was like, fuck, like you're just running off at the mouth on the Internet about some shit that is incriminating. Right. Excuse me. Hella incriminating. So apparently it happened around 1973. But he put up this post earlier in the week and it said, I'm going to blank. I'm not going to say what he says. Um. A bad word. Yeah, the F-A-G-G-O-T referring to a gay dude. But he says, I never told no one this, even my brother Gino, because Gino would have killed him, and I didn't want my brother gone. Hell, he'd only recently come back from Vietnam. I was 13 working at Victory Lane's bowling alley, buying weed from a blank that worked there. And he put his hands on me. He dragged me around to the back of the building. You already know what he was going to try to do. Right. That right. was that was the very first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. They should have looked in the Chattahoochee River. But Winnie, the girl in these photos, I liked you so damn much, probably my favorite, but I promised myself way back then nobody would ever hurt me again, and that includes you. I loved you, but you hurt me with your fucking Jamaican jealousy. You can go your own way. I don't need you. And then that's post- like a confession. It's like a confession. Yeah. And then I'm like, are you threatening this woman in the photos as well? Yeah. It's so off the wall. So the Columbus police actually became aware of this mm-hmm. and they're investigating it. They're um, 
going back and checking. Because you ran off at the fucking mouth like Fucking 40-something years later. So is he arrested or anything? No. What they're doing right now is looking to see if they have any missing persons cases that match, you know, with what he's talking about and shut the fuck up. So he's saying he killed his co-worker. Yeah. Basically. Yep. And put him in the Chattahoochee River. If, if he actually did, um, it's never too late for justice. There's Arrest no statute of limitation yeah. on murder. Arrest his ass if he did. Fucking dummy. Yeah. I, um, I've been noticing um, kind of a pattern with a lot of celebrities lately and depression. Um, not saying it didn't exist before. Right. But people are more open about posting about it now, whether it be videos or you know, just posts, typed posts or anything. Mm -hmm. But um, Azalea Banks, the other day, she had um, posted, like, a series of videos and stuff of her talking. And she was basically saying that, like, she doesn't have any more fight in her. Like, she's so tired of constantly defending herself. Um, It doesn't seem worth it to stay alive. And that she has made plans to look into like self-elected euthanasia and shit after releasing like some some work that she had been working on um and so of course a lot of blogs and shit grab the story and they start talking about it and then you know she the next day she was like you know if you care then care when i'm happy you know what i mean and i think that's really important support people when they're happy let them know you support don't wait until they're on the on the ledge you know what i mean yeah wait let them know so she she sounds like she's in a much better place now um it happens you know she might have just been feeling down that night but i believe she is also bipolar and i think i read somewhere that she suffers from you know there's there's moments like that so um just you know prayers to her and i hope she's getting the healing that she needs and yeah, the support that she needs. Definitely. Um, also, the actor from Get Out, the one that got the bloody nose and he was like at that barbecue yeah. thing with the old white lady. Yeah. His name is Lakeith Stanfield. And um, I follow him on some social media also. He posted a couple nights ago video of him like in his kitchen pouring liquor into prescription pill bottles. Oh, God. And captions that were saying shit that, you know, pointed to suicide. And so it's like, fuck. So, you know, a lot of people, again, reached out. The blogs posted about it, spread the word. Everybody went to his social media, you know, sending encouragement and shit. Which you feel like is the right thing to do. <clears throat> he took the post down. He was like, I'm not going to harm myself. Thank you guys. Like, you know, whatever. Um, but that was another one. Um, Daisy Coleman. I don't know if you guys are familiar. There's a, a documentary on Netflix called Audrey and Daisy. And it's about these two girls when they were teenagers at their school. That's hella sad. They were uh, at like a house party. Yeah. And some boys um, at their school sexually assaulted them and recorded it and spread the footage throughout the whole fucking high school. Yeah. And instead, yeah, instead of these boys getting in trouble for that shit, the girls were then labeled whores. Yeah. And even by parents and shit, it's it's, it's a disgusting ass story. The they never got any justice. The boys never got in fucking trouble, and it's just a disgusting ass and example so of how 
horrible kids can be. Yeah. So since that happened, um, one of the girls, Daisy Coleman, she became like an advocate and went around speaking about, you know, sexual assault against young girls and, you know, how important it is to report and that kind of thing. Um, well, she took her life the other day. I know. I She's 23 that. years old. A baby. That's like so fucking young. So I just feel like. You know, and me, I, I get to overthinking everything, but I'm like, is it because we're so isolated right now? And it's like, we have time to just... overthink. And um, I'm a thinker anyway. I, you know, if me you're too. not very direct and very clear with me, I will think of 55 different yep. scenarios yep. of how you could have meant something or like, you know what I mean? Underlying um, yep. messages and shit. Like I, I'm an over fucking thinker. It's just part of my OCD. And, you know, I feel like now I even find myself doing that and getting depressed from having so much time to myself and to my brain, you and, know. And I think it's the state of the U.S. right now. Yeah. Like, like we're, we're, we're isolated. on fire all yeah. the time. It's always something new um, on on top of the isolation due to COVID. Um, it, it's, it's just like a recipe for fucking depression and yeah. disaster honestly yeah i think it's you know we talked about loneliness right now yeah um that's a huge part too and you know all of that i just it's just all that mixed together i don't feel like there's a good outcome no um so lauren hill's daughter i don't know if i'm saying her name right Sela or Sela. i'm not sure she's so pretty it's so pretty um it's lauren hill and rohan marley's daughter um she's so fucking smart and so well-spoken and so self-aware. Yeah, she is. On her social media, she posted like some two-hour long videos. And she's just, she starts out talking about the absence of her father and what kind of effect that's had on her and how she interacts in her own relationships now as a young woman. And um, it's it's very sad and very eye-opening. And like, it's important that people understand that void and the kind of effects it has on you growing up. Even if you do have a lot of love and a lot of support from other family and members, good, you know, mothering and shit. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, it's, there's still a void. And so she goes, dives deep into that. She's talking about that. She's talking about her mom being abusive and, um, oh God! Yeah, that. physically fucking super abusive to her and her brother. With she, with belt. Yeah, she <sighs> described it as slavery. Yeah. and you know she said that like her mom would grab them by the arm and fucking beat them with a belt, and you can tell like it fucked her up. And um, that's uh, you know, oh, I've, I I'm against spanking kids, but to hit them with objects, you take that shit to a whole new level. Yeah, like I feel like. I'm not going to ever be the one to say you shouldn't spank your kids because I know some I feel I'm one of them that should have been spanked more. It probably could have did me some good. But when you're when you're including belts and shit like that or like removal of clothing to do it and shit like then it gets to be like, okay, there has to be a limit. Also age like, you know, when you get to be a certain age like that needs to stop because then it's just violence you know what i mean it's not smacking the kids so they know like how serious that is and you know it's i don't i have hella mixed feelings about the shit and i feel like um i would i did a lot of foul shit but i feel like if um i would have been properly loved and nurtured and not so broken by the adults that were supposed to care for me um then 
maybe I wouldn't have done those things, I, you know? Yeah. So, um, I started following this black woman named Stacy Patton like six or seven years ago, and she's very anti-hitting your children. And I followed her with the intention to be like, this bitch is fucking tripping. You know, uh, some kids need whoopings and yeah. shit. But the more I followed her and the more I listened to her and the more she broke down, um, there's something called gentle parenting where you focus more on communication and understanding your kids' emotions and um, parenting from that aspect. I was like, this sounds like some legit this sounds great like um it does not harming sound your great child. but i feel like not all kids respond to that you know what i mean like it's a case-by-case basis i think i think you have to like not all kids are gonna re- respond in the same way to this gentle loving talking parenting um i do believe that some kids need to be scared of you in to a certain degree you know what i mean because because like um there are kids that test boundaries. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them. Like I grew up and would try to fight my mom on a, like I tried to fight her at her job, like on a regular basis. I would, if I was getting whooped from a young age, I feel like that wouldn't even cross my fucking mind. Or if your mom would have parented you the way that you needed parented, maybe you wouldn't have even went that route. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. But I was a violent person, period. Like I, I was putting my hands on anybody. So once my anger reached a certain point, I feel like there was nobody that I wouldn't try that with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my dad, when I was super young, I do remember being whooped with a belt a couple times and my mom stepping in and being like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. And it was with a belt. The fact that she was even around, I had to be super young. I had to probably mm-hmm. be like five or yeah. something. That did happen a couple times, so I knew he had it in him. But then that also didn't matter because once it stopped, I was like, okay. I don't know. I just was one of those kids that looked at every adult as my equal. So, (laughs) you know, but I'm just saying there's kids like that. And then, you know, if a kid knows that, like, you're not really going to discipline them, that smart mouth shit comes into play more, I feel like, especially with teenagers. So the way I look at it is... uh. Let me see if I can explain it. Um, Naya's, Naya's very good. Naya doesn't really talk back to me at all. She's a, a, honestly a pretty good kid. Um, she'll say like once, and this is once in a while, she'll go, okay. Like she's the kid I don't even She'll be like, to okay. Um, and that's that shit. Bunny tried that with me once. But see, <laughs> I also feel like they're human beings with emotions and things are going to irritate them or get on their nerves. And as long as they don't, aren't outright um super disrespectful i'm gonna let them have their little moments sometimes yeah and Um, i'm like no (laughs) and because to me i'm not playing none of that shit and so with you know with stevie she's the one that has the fucking mouth and and you know she has 80 fucking all the alphabet so I have to literally hold her by her shoulders, not forcefully, but I'll hold her and I'll look at her in her face and I'll be like, I'm talking to you. Does she talk smart to you? I don't really see her doing that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen an example of her do it. And so I have to remind her. But I know how she talks to other kids, Mm -hmm. you know, but yeah. So I have to remind her, hey. Yeah, yeah. I'm not disrespecting you. You don't get to disrespect me. Yeah. I'm fucking, I'm talking to you, right? I'm being considerate of your feelings. You need to give me that same. 
mm-hmm. energy back. And so, you know, it works. My Obviously, the girls aren't fucking perfect, girl. But um, I just... I'm so terrified of breaking them yeah. um, and damaging them and them needing therapy that um, I, j- I just want to get them through life as um, unbroken as possible, I guess. And yeah. a lot of um, a lot of the shit that woman Stacey Patton says is fucking um, it was really eye opening. I-, I felt I was really offended at first when I was reading it. I was like, bitch, don't talk about my parenting. Yeah. But, you know, even. Before I, you know, started reading that, um, I probably only hit my spank the girls maybe four times each, five maybe. One of them, like yeah. Naya, put a pillow over. Stevie's I'm a big face. threatener, yeah. so like I'll tell you, I'll knock your motherfucking ass out all day. <laughs> but will I actually put hands on you? Probably not. <laughs> um, I don't think I've whooped a bunny since before like maybe seven years old or something i have snatched her up by her arm like i'd be having to remind her sometimes if Mm -hmm. i hear her thing is she'll try to mumble some shit under her breath when she's walking away and i don't play that shit so i will snatch her by her motherfucking arm and be like what was that she's scared though she knows like this bitch is a little off anyway Mm -hmm. so let me not push her but um, I you know, but again, she's not a teenager yet either, and I know They're how pre-teens. that yeah that who knows what's gonna happen then. But so I'm not gonna say it's ruled out because it's not. I will slap your motherfucking face off if like if you're using drugs or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there are some situations, or if you think you're gonna talk wild to me or cuss at me or some sh- like run up. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, that's a very real possibility for a teenager. And yeah, I respect you and you are a person and shit. But there's a chain of command in this family. You know what I'm saying? And I will fold your motherfucking ass up if you try me. If you go there, you know what I mean? Like, that's just that period. And, you know, I I think you still establish that you're not equal. Like the girls know they're not my equal, that there's definitely a fucking hierarchy here. You know, like, yeah, I think that they fear they fear Mark. Uh, definitely but mine included you know they do but they but also don't... expressed how they're scared to talk to him because of how he reacts to things how yeah they don't want to go to him how yeah you know that's something we're working on as a family right that's now that's true and because Mark... you don't want that to you don't want them to be scared in all situations you know what i mean like right like um so you have to find a fucking balance yeah and um you can definitely damage your kids when they're little. So if you're fucking hitting them with belts and shit and telling them that their kids to shut up, speak when spoken to. Yeah, I don't that do, type of shit. Yeah, I don't take it that far. Give them fucking um, babies to somebody that's not going to damage them because they I guarantee you they'll have issues as an adult and they're not going to fucking want to come to you. It's a lot of situations where people are parented a certain way themselves and they feel that they yep. turned out fine. So then they turn around and use those same practices with their own kids and that's not always the best fucking thing no because if just because you were okay or you know made it to adulthood okay despite being fucking hit with shit and and your pants pulled down and shit to be oh see that's a whole nother level dude yeah i feel like shit there has to be a limit you know what i mean some shit i just totally excuse me don't agree with like pulling pants down and spanking why do you have to yeah that. i mean there's humiliate that's humiliation that's being and degrading now. like yeah why would you want your baby to feel like see i couldn't imagine 
humiliating my child. Yeah. That's, oh my God. Even when you have their best interest in mind while you're doing it, it's, it's taking it kind of far. You know what I mean? But then I know people that say, well, you know, my mom did that and I'm fine. And I knew not to ever do that shit oh, really? again. Now you know you're what I mean? Doing it no, I mean, not necessarily, not that person. Oh. I'm saying that I know other people that. Oh yeah. That's um, always their um, reason. And they're like, you know, I knew not to ever do that shit again. So it, I don't know. It's just, it's different for everybody. I try to mind my business when yeah. it comes to how other people are raising their kids and just worried about too. my own, you know? Yeah. Um, there was a situation, for example, my son, he's 19 now. I think he was 17 at the time. He kind of like, he ain't never been disrespectful talking to me crazy or nothing like that. But he snatched away from me or some shit and tried to like, storm off or something and wouldn't give me his phone I think that's what it was and I was trying to take it out of his hand and I had to like slam him into the wall and like I was surprised that I had to go there but like you know if I wouldn't have done that like you're not about to be fucking I'm not first of all I'm your mother I'm not your father you would never try that shit with him but like you know some teenagers are different that's just that's totally different that's like you know, I'll damn near go toes with him now. Like he's an adult, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's not the same now, but I don't know. I just, some people, some kids need it. Some don't. I would just hope that nobody goes too far. Yeah. I don't tell people how to parent their kids. Like I said, I, I, every day I'm trying to figure out something new. Um, we're all, and it's a struggle. It's a fucking struggle. All kids are different. They're all all different. Act different. They react, react different. Like it's, a lot of the times, though, um, if you're, you know, hitting your child in the moment, um, it has a little bit to do with your own emotional frustration. Absolutely. Yeah, it losing doesn't, control. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't necessarily have to do with you wanting them to teach them a lesson. Yeah. And if you're picking up objects and hitting your kid, you need fucking therapy for real. I, that I will say. And like I said, not a perfect parent, but I don't think you should be hitting your kids with objects. Yeah. I always feel like you're just opening that door for them to accept being fucking hit. That terrifies me. Yeah. Because, having... I mean, that's what they're learning is that it's okay for people that As a consequence. Love you to hit you when you're wrong. Yes. Yeah. And that's not a message you want to teach your kids. And that might be from me witnessing all that as a kid. And that's why I feel so strongly that that correlates. Yeah. Um, we're all just trying to fucking figure it out. But I, I just think, you know. You do what's best for your child and do your best not to break them because it's so easy to break them. Yeah. I would say communicate. And that's the most important thing that I've learned throughout parenthood is just make sure your kids are comfortable talking to you. Yeah. Make sure they're comfortable coming to you because there's not going to be anything worse than you finding out after the fact that something happened to them and they felt like they couldn't fucking talk to you. I saw a post the other day um, and it said like my dad, when we were young, he wrote us a note and he put it in our drawer, our dresser drawer. And it said, um, if you ever have something that you need to talk to me about, bring me this note and remind me that I will not get mad at you. And I will, um, I will talk to you with an open mind and listen and whatever. And, you know, just if you ever need to bring me this note bring it to me I so love that we that. can yeah and I thought that was a really good idea you know what I mean just to take away some of that fear because mm-hmm. you need to be 
your kid's biggest cheerleader. Like when my kids need backup, I want them to call me first, you know, not nobody else. Like I want them to come to me with any issue with anyone. So they have to, in order to do that, they can't be scared of you all the time. Right. They have to um, feel like you're safe. Yeah. Definitely. I have friends that um, do mother daughter journals where I have one. Mom will write in it. Yeah. Then they'll leave it on daughter's bed. I have one that's specifically for that. Yeah. um, Yeah. We used it for a little while. This was a couple years ago and then we just stopped. I think that might be cool to do for the teenage years. Yeah. As they get older, I think it would be better. We were just writing about whatever (laughs) TV and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, Naya's 14. I'm pretty sure the birth control talk and shit's going to be coming in the next couple of years. I mean, I'm not naive. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, but I've already told her and her friends, when you're ready, let me know. Yeah. I'd rather y'all be safe. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I don't even like raising my own kids. I sure as fuck don't want to raise my kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Fuck. And be a grandma too soon. No. Um, well, that brings me to like what I watched in the last week. I watched <laughs> Euphoria. No. Oh, my fucking God. I hate so it. it was suggested to me by Bunny, of all people. We could watch <laughs> Euphoria because I was like, oh, I subscribe to HBO or whatever. Like, is there something on here? What do you want to watch? I'm hella mad they watched it. So she suggested it to me. We started watching it. She got bored because apparently she done already watched it. So she got in her phone, eventually left the room. I finished it the whole season. And oh, my fucking God. I watched parts and I was so There is out. every single episode is sex and i don't mean like the implication of sex i mean dicks showing um they're talking about kinks they're talking about all different kind of sex um and showing it drug use in every fucking episode and self-harm yeah um every fucking episode has some shit that i would not want my kids to see it's presented almost romanticized it's set to cool ass music that Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it's presented in a really appealing way. It's not, you know, everybody's attractive. Everybody's dressed hella cute. Everybody's, you know what I mean? It doesn't look like, nobody looks like a fucked up junkie. Yeah, like a dope it all looks very de- Yeah, it all looks very desirable Fuck. and fun. That's how it's displayed. Um, I don't think that was their intention, but that's how it comes I'm across. I'm taking them to the methadone clinic. It was making me feel like I wanted to fucking pop a pill or some shit like it's awful it's not funny like they had no business watching that shit Mm -hmm. and I was so fucking mad that I didn't know that and you know I had read about that series and you know what people thought of it no one ever at any point said this is not appropriate for fucking kids and I was pissed yeah it's horrible (laughs) oh my god I had seen part of an episode before and one of the girls had started playing around with being a dom and she kind of landed in it by mistake and it had showed um, like a trick jacking off on webcam to her. And, I saw that And part, showed his I dick. And I was like, holy shit, like what is this? And then I was thinking maybe that was just like an isolated. A one-offer. Oh my God, no. Every fucking t- episode. It's telling them step by step how to do all of this shit. Oh my God. See, I never And I was like, it. oh my God. It, it made me so fucking mad. So you guys, if you have young kids, do not let them watch that. Um, you would think something with Zendaya is like appropriate. That's why they wanted to watch That's it. That's why I remember because they, exactly, they love her. Exactly. And no, this is only for adults, period. Only adults should be fucking watching this. 
like I said, it's presented very desirable. Like, and like I said, I'm not the best fucking parent. Yeah. God damn. I was I was super disappointed. It's a good series to watch. It's great for adults. If but you're 20, <laughs> if you're 21 plus. and up, like God damn. Yeah. So I watched that. I watched the whole series. And then I also started Immigration Nation, mm. which is getting a lot of coverage in the media right now because ICE doesn't they're not happy they're pissed. they're pissed at the creators they're saying they don't like how they're quote unquote portrayed but it's no it's you it's you what you guys are doing doing this they're doing illegal things on camera they're um it reveals so much okay it's really hard to fucking watch I was in tears I got 27 minutes into I the don't first I can episode watch it. and I had to turn it off. Yeah. Okay. If you're having to turn it off, I yeah. can't watch and it. And you will have to take breaks, but it is very important that you learn the shit that you learn from it because I, for instance, didn't know that ICE doesn't have warrants. They are trained at their training facility to identify themselves as police. So who in their right mind, How myself included, myself included, who is going to deny the police entry into their fucking house? So what I'm not one of those that questions the police. I'm not one of those right. that is like, do you have a warrant? You can't. I don't do that. I don't play them games because honestly, only white people get away with that shit. Yeah. And I would be the one to get slammed on my face and fucking arrested for even challenging a cop. So I don't. I don't encourage anybody ever to challenge the police. So what would you say if they're identifying themselves as police and you want to find out if they're ICE? Would you say I what don't fucking department, know. what type of police? Um, maybe just ask for... Let me see a badge. I just wouldn't respond. And I've seen, um, I've seen fucking flyers and shit that have gone around that have just said, if they come to your door, don't say anything and don't open the door. Oh, okay. Okay, so... If they have a warrant, they're going to come in anyway. Yeah. So I would just let them do that. Take that chance. Yeah. Don't question them so then they know you're in the house. Because another thing that they're big on is taking collateral damage, which means people they're not even interested in, they will start questioning whoever is in the house. So oh, if there's seven God. people in the house and there's only one person of interest, they're taking all seven because and they're calling it collaterals. What? Yeah. And so... um. You know, they're able to move ever since Trump became came into office and signed this executive order. Their freedom to move around like this has been um, intensified. Like they're able to move freer than they were before. Oh my they're breaking the law God. in the media. They're on camera in episodes in the media lying to the press saying 91 percent of all of the immigrants they've detained have violent criminal uh, charges You're when in reality and then you know the the filmmakers are brilliant for this because they go on to show and prove that they're fucking lying and these idiots That's are on camera disgusting. these idiots are on camera saying just go with it just go along with it it doesn't matter just <gasps> just own it just own you're a rock star just own it wow yeah like blatant blatantly lying and um they're they're arresting people for traffic violations and like pulling they're they're racially profiling people they're going to schools grocery stores whatever um they're being like oh you didn't signal so now i'm gonna search everybody in your car i'm taking all of you oh my god shit it's awful it's fucking awful um 
It shows another thing about fucking deported veterans. I didn't know about people, Marines that have fought in the war. They're allowed to be buried here once they die, but you're getting deported up until that point. When you die, your family can send your body back if you want to be buried here, but you can't live here while you're alive. We're fucking disgusting. We'll let people fight our wars, but not live on our fucking soil. I didn't know. And so, like, it's very, it's very informative. Um, Shit like, uh, what is it called? They were, they, oh God, every episode is just a different branch of immigration um, and how they're detaining people. And it's just, it's fucking gross. You know, everybody, everybody's favorite line is, um, do it the right way, do it the right way. And what you're supposed to do is go to the port of entry at the border and ask for amnesty, Right. So, you know, everybody thinks that's what, you know, the right way and how you need to do it. They and don't... everybody just gets fucking let in. Right. Well, it used to be like that. And then you would be added to a list and then you go through immigration court and they decide if you can stay or if you have mm-hmm. to go back and that type of shit. That's the quote unquote right way. What people don't know now is at the port of entry, they have they have it closed for one thing. So they don't let people in like they used to, which has always been the right way. Right. And they leave it up to the immigrants to take a clipboard and make their own list. And no one on this side of the border monitors or has access to the list. Only the people on like the Mexico side do. So they're leaving that responsibility up to the immigrants to create a list themselves, which no one monitors or follows up on. And then they're like, come back in two weeks and see if you're still on the list. Like the port of entry is not open to function the way that it always has. So people can't do that, that quote unquote right way because we have it closed right now. (laughs) So it's like, what do you want people to do? People are fleeing their country asking for amnesty and shit because they're in danger. Nobody leaves their home because they just want to. Like a lot of people that have gotten put on these lists, they, they follow up, you know, or other people will come and they find out like they died. Damn. The family got killed. That's what they were trying to avoid. And they got fucking killed because no one allowed them to do it the right way. Like, uh-huh. it's sick. It's so fucking sick to watch, but it's very informative. And I feel like people do need to see because laws are being broken. No one's being held accountable for it. They're getting away with it. It's fucked up. It's just really fucked up. And um, I want to say there's maybe six episodes, not super long. But um, it's definitely hard to watch. You'll have to take breaks. Fuck. Yeah. I finished it last night. It's fucking heartbreaking, dude. It is. It, it makes me feel so much rage. It's just there's a lot of ignorance on our part. You know, people love to say, well, that's your own fault. You know what I mean? You should. That, they don't think about this whole country. That's what this whole country was built on. Yeah. Was people being able to come here and make it better. And that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of white immigrants with expired v- visas and shit that are here. Oh, yeah. No one is ever worried about deporting them. No. Ever. It's only, like, black and brown ones. I don't yep. get it. Yep. It's not fucking white fucking power for you. Um, all I watched recently, um, <clears throat> besides my fucking wrestling podcast. God, was, didn't uh, you watch a movie? I did, The Invisible Man. And it's about a woman fleeing a domestic um, violence situation. And it's really good. I oh, thought it was pretty good. Was it on Netflix? I want to say it was on Amazon. 
I need to watch it. It's good. Um, it's like a psychological thriller. Yeah, it's probably Those about two favorite. hours. It's fucking good. It had a little I'll twist and turns. Out. Okay. Recommend. <laughs> That's it. All right. <laughs> Our well, two-day episode. I know, right? We're ready but. to conclude this two-day episode. <laughs> Sorry for the delay. Please continue to support, rate, and review. <laughs> um, for our Patreon subscribers, we have uh, something special that we will be uploading for you guys tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Um, it's not too late to join. The link is in our bio if you would like to subscribe to our Patreon. Personal, um, My personal page and the... Um and the show, show page. page and yeah. my personal page yeah oh, yeah so um yeah thank you guys and suck it easy go to bed <laughs>